Hello and welcome to the ANL Good Body Soundbite series. My name is Sean Langley and I'm a knowledge lawyer in the Financial Regulation Advisory Team in ANL Good Body. I am here with my colleague Christopher Martin, who is an off counsel also in the Financial Regulation Advisory Team. In this soundbite, we shall discuss the recently published Central Bank of Ireland (CBI) Securities Markets Risk Outlook Report, which details key conduct risks to securities markets and the actions firms should take to identify, mitigate and manage them. Many of the risks identified in the report align with the CBI's financial regulation and supervisory priorities for the coming year, such as resilience, climate change and market conduct. This alignment places increased emphasis on the need for regulated financial service providers, investors and market participants to factor the CBI's expectations in respect of these risks into their horizon scanning and regulatory and compliance planning. So Chris, perhaps we could start with outlining the securities markets principles that the CBI expects firms to have regard to when conducting business. Sure. So look, in the context of broader market supervision and generally ensuring that the market and is, is, is financially supported, the central bank has outlined five key high-level principles, I think, that they're looking for firms to, to engage with. The first one is kind of a perennial issue and certainly is something that central bank's been very much focused on in the last couple of years, which is investor protection and obviously market participant protection. You can see this in the context of the updated client asset requirements, which have come out and which firms will need to implement this year, as well as in the paper itself, the central bank has linked this to data quality issues. So again, ensuring that where a firm has good data quality, this very much supports investor and market participant protection. It's also looking at product and market price transparency. So very much in the context of SFDR disclosures, obviously sustainability disclosures, ensuring that firms are clear where they are promoting sustainable products so they meet those requirements and, and, and provide that information to the investors. The central bank's also very much focused on broader governance issues. So for ensuring there is a well-governed market and market participants, both from an internal perspective for regulated entities, but also more generally from a supervisory perspective, so from the central bank side. And that the market is very much resilient. So looking at the concepts of both operational resilience, which obviously the central bank was focused on in their guidance uh, last year, but also fund liquidity management to ensure that firms are aware of potential risks that firms may face and that they can have sufficient capital and, and liquidity around that. Lastly, the central bank really emphasizes that there, there needs to be kind of a trusted market uh, for fundraisers and investors. And I think, look, if firms focus on the key principles from the central bank, they should hopefully be able to meet the broader objective, ensuring that there's a trusted market for fundraisers and investors. Thanks very much, Chris. And as we're moving on to the detail of the report then, um, the CBI has outlined its expectations in respect of eight identified market risks, the first being the external risk environment, and in particular the focus is on the current deterioration due to things such as the war in Ukraine, continued COVID-19 disruptions and energy shortages. So if you could outline the CBI's expectations in respect of this risk. Sure. And, and again, look, the central bank is very much focused on external risks and the potential impacts those have on the financial markets. As you say, they've very much focused on 
see the the fallout from from COVID, but also things like energy shortages, the war in Ukraine, and the, the potential impact this may have on firms. So it's emphasizing very much that firms need to take a number of steps to manage those risks. So that will include conducting robust stress testing, ensuring that you know the firm is kept up to date, takes into account dynamic markets, etc. Ensuring that there's appropriate liquidity management tools in place so they can be used uh, when needed. Putting in place appropriate asset valuations and verifying that those assets are appropriately valued valued, particularly, I think, having regard to the changes in interest rates and, and and sanctions as well. And lastly, just from a broader policies, procedures, systems and controls perspective, but certainly in the context of the, the Russian, Belarusian sanctions that firms have in place appropriate systems and controls to identify whether or not there are either investors or investments which may be impacted by those sanctions. Thanks, Chris. And moving on to the next risk, which is sustainable investing. And of course, climate change is a key priority, not only of the CBI, but also of the European Supervisory Authorities for 2023. And it is clear that a key focus of the CBI in this regard is ensuring that investors can trust in funds labelled as sustainable. If you could take us through this expectation. Absolutely. And and the central bank is very much focused here on the issue of so-called greenwashing. So, you know, overstating the sustainability credentials of a particular fund or investment. And is very much focused on, therefore, the, the appropriate categorization of funds under the SFDR. So whether that be Article 6, Article 8 or Article 9 funds and ensuring that consumers are provided with appropriate uh, information associated with the sustainability of those funds. Central Bank also expects financial service providers to ensure that obviously they adhere to their regulatory obligations regarding the correct disclosure of sustainability information and also have robust policies and procedures in place to ensure that these green or sustainable marketed products do meet those criteria. Thanks, Chris. And I think moving on, marketing integrity is a key supervisory and regulatory priority of the CBI this year. Absolutely. And I think that we can see this in the context of their broader and almost perennial focus on market abuse in this context. And I think it's important to emphasize that the central bank's uh, supervisory remit is actually much broader than, say, for example, in other areas. So it will have an impact on not just regulated entities, but unregulated entities as well. And I think, interestingly, we saw last year the first insider dealing case taken by the central bank. And that wasn't against a regulated financial service provider. That was against an unregulated entity and resulted in a fine of approximately 75000 plus another thirty for the central bank's costs and also results in the disqualification of uh, an individual in that case. I think what we can say more broadly in the context of market abuse is that Central Bank is very much focused on what are the frameworks for management, oversight, identification and assessment of market abuse risks. And the Central Bank focuses on things like looking at where there are potential emerging risks associated with your market abuse framework. So one of the things they called out was hybrid or remote working and making sure that if you are or if you do have uh, employees who are working from home, that your market abuse framework does cover them and that it is robust enough to ensure that 
you have a proper oversight of any uh, transactions or, or or any issues around that. And again, very much emphasizing, for example, the need to record business telephone calls and, and electronic communications um, to manage those risks associated with market abuse. Thanks very much, Chris. And I think the next three identified risks, which are delegation and outsourcing, cybersecurity, and data quality are all key elements of operational resilience. I know a key area of yours, um, Chris. So as regards delegation and outsourcing, the CBI makes it clear in the report that it does not differentiate between outsourcing and delegation. So does this reflect their existing guidance to date? And also if you could take us through the CBI's expectations. Sure. And and look, I think historically, I think there was a an argument or a discussion around whether or not there was a distinction between the, the kind of the fund delegation model and the broader outsourcing model utilized by firms. You know, the, the central bank has been pretty clear, and this is set out in its cross-industry guidance on outsourcing, but it doesn't really see a significant difference between those, between delegation and outsourcing, and therefore firms where they are delegating do need to be cognizant of the central bank's expectations around outsourcing requirements, particularly you know, oversight, monitoring, reporting, etc., and ensure that firms have a robust framework in place for overseeing any delegated or outsourced service providers. That's great. And as regards to cybersecurity, um, unsurprisingly, we're seeing a strong focus on the Digital Operational Resilience Act, DORA, which of course entered into force last year and will be applicable from 2025. Um, what are the CBI's expectations on firms in respect of, I suppose, the interaction between DORA and the existing CBI guidance on resilience or cybersecurity? Yeah, the central bank has very much emphasized that look, they have in place already cross-industry guidance on IT and cybersecurity risks, operational resilience, outsourcing. Um, and that these are broadly aligned with the requirements under DORA. So, look, as long as firms are, you know, cognizant of both what's coming down the line in terms of DORA, but if they're implementing the requirements already under the central bank's guidelines, that will go a long way to ensuring that they will be able to meet those requirements once they are actually introduced in 2025. Thank you. And as regards data quality, and obviously this is a, an issue that you've already raised, um, the report emphasizes that high quality, reliable data is fundamental to firms accurately identifying, mitigating and managing any risks to which they're exposed. Um, what are the CBI's expectations of market participants in this regard? Sure. And look, data quality is absolutely a perennial issue. The central bank very much emphasized that they've seen an issue with this you know, going back a, a significant period. And that if firms don't improve this, this can obviously have a significant impact you know, on as I mentioned earlier, investor protections, but also broader market trust. So in ensuring that firms have appropriate uh, data quality, uh, the central bank has, has uh, put in place a number of initiatives, including a focus on you know, the submission of accurate data on a timely basis, uh, having appropriate oversight of data reporting from the board level down, so that's you know including where that data is is out or reporting is outsourced, ensuring that there are escalation channels in place to promptly address data reporting issues, and 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 ultimately engaging with the central bank if any issues in terms of data quality or accuracy are are, are identified, um, and look. 
that if there are ultimately issues more generally, and particularly I think if they're systemic within a firm, the central bank could consider taking in uh, supervisory or enforcement action ultimately uh, against firms. So I think it's an important one, and, and given that the central bank has raised it on a number of occasions, uh, I think uh, firms need to be cognizant of that. Thanks, Chris. And finally, moving on to digital innovation, um, you know, we've seen through numerous CBI speeches and other initiatives such as the Consumer Protection Code Review that this is a key priority of the CBI. And in particular, it seems the CBI is focused on the need to balance the greater efficiencies and opportunities that digital innovation can offer with the risks that it may present for market participants, investors and consumers alike. So what are the CBI's expectations of fund service providers and issuers in particular as regards digital innovation? And I think I think there are kind of two two strands to this. I think firstly there's the, the kind of the use of technology. Um, so I think in the context of use of technology, the central bank very much does emphasize that it recognizes that there are clear benefits both from a an investor or client perspective as well as a firm perspective from using new technology to support the business, to support delivery channels, etc. However, the central bank calls out that firms need to understand the risks associated with these new technologies and they need to do appropriate due diligence and, and ultimately once they're up and running, particularly I think if they're outsourced, that there's appropriate oversight management frameworks. The other area where the central bank is focused in terms of new digital services and offerings is obviously in the context of things like crypto assets. So the central bank has noted, obviously, that there's the upcoming marketing crypto asset regulation, so MICA, and that firms need to be very much aware of what that could mean, you know, if they are engaged in some form of crypto asset servicing or, or, or may have exposures to it. They also emphasize that, you know, in the context of retail funds, they still don't believe that direct or indirect exposures to crypto assets is appropriate, although they do recognize that for certain quaifs, they may be permissible, subject to obviously the fund justifying it and, and having appropriate understanding of the exposures for the fund. And ultimately, in this context, they need to put in place appropriate risk frameworks to support the identification, mitigation and management of risks arising from the implementation of both new technologies and exposures to crypto assets more generally. That, that's really interesting, Chris. Thank you so much for engaging in this discussion. Um, we hope that it is of assistance to firms in their horizon scanning and compliance and regulatory planning for 2023. Please do not hesitate to contact either of us or any member of the ANL Good Body Financial Regulation Advisory Team if you have any queries. Thank you. <laughs>